Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the X-Men line. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by my fellow mutant. Um, mutant and proud, right? That's what they've said in that one movie. I think so. They said yeah. it like one too many times. Yeah, One too many times. And so I'll say it again for, for the emphasis. I'm mutant and proud. And my name is Josh. How, how, how's it going? It's I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. I know we've been away for a minute. One of us had a hurricane. The other one had a gas leak. It was a combination of fun things happening. Yeah, it's been it's been a hectic couple weeks uh, for you, uh, for your your dear podcasters here. Um, but we we rejoin you all, and we're here to talk about. I think you said the best in the X Men lineup. I don't know yes. if that's what we're bringing them this week. We are depressed for multiple reasons this week. Um, one of them being the actual event, but also uh, side note. We've had two passings that were very, very hard for men from our age group. Uh, any That's 90s true. fans. That's true. We lost Kevin Conroy, the voice yeah. of Batman. We did. I believe he maybe cancer. Like he was I believe it. I believe it was cancer, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Fuck cancer. Um, yeah. I always loved his work. Every time you see him at a convention, you see him talking about anything. He was always a really positive guy. He was. He was Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Like when you read was, a comic, I still hear his voice. Like that's anytime the vo- I read a comic, that's the voice I hear too. Obviously, yeah. he's the Batman for so many generations—not just '90s kids, but also the video games, most of the animated movies. It's his voice they use, yeah. and yeah, it's a, it's a terrible passing. And then also two days ago, we lost the original Green Ranger himself, uh, JDF Tommy. We lost him, and um, that was also for me. Anyone knows me, they know I love Power Rangers my whole life, and like one of my icons was JDF, uh, Jason David Frank, and that really sucks. Yeah, you were the what one. What are you laughing about during this, this thing I'm talking about? <laughs> I apologize for that. No, I'm what I'm laughing at is because you called him JDF twice, and it's the first time I've ever heard or seen it put that way. Because when people and, talk about it online, they always just put JDF. Well, yeah, and then and then you followed that with and and as anyone knows me knows I'm a big fan. Like we knew that from you saying JDF <laughs> <laughs> is is what is what made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, when you told me this, I was very much in shock. Um, we had just talked about him recently, which is for me wild because I it's I'm not I don't speak of JDF as often as you do. Um, but yeah, Tommy, obviously, I was like I wasn't huge into Power Rangers for a very long time, but for a very short time I was, and and uh, Tommy was the fucking the rad man. He was, he was the, the coolest. Man, yeah. So it's a terrible passing, and that makes me want to kind of reiterate what I said online to a few of my buddies, that if you feel that your life is just complete crap and you have no one to talk to, try your best to talk to someone, call a hotline, whatever you need without taking that terrible way out. There's always someone who loves you out there. There's always someone who's there for you. Just remember that depression's a really shitty thing to deal with, but you know what? There's always some kind of help out there, and there's always hope and always light at the end of the tunnel. So please try to remember that. Show some love to your friends. Make sure they know that you're they're loved, and that means a lot to people. I I mean, that's perfectly said, man. Can't really say it any better than that. And you know, you're gonna you guys are gonna need it because we're gonna talk about the finale <laughs> of Judgment Day. Okay, hell of a segue. Um, <laughs> hell of a segue. Um, before we get into this, we're gonna do some broad strokes. It's been a minute since we read these. I'm just gonna be totally honest with you guys. 
Um, and that's what and we are here in this podcast. We're totally honest with people. Almost overly honest. <laughs> honestly, and, honestly, yeah, we are. And let's, yeah. why don't we reel that back in? You know what? Starting out, let's not even give our names. Let's just start talking. Let's not even tell them who we are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> way too on. We didn't way too enough of us. Anyway, so today we're covering X-Men Red, number six and seven, Judgment Day five and six, and Immortal X-Men seven. And by cover, again, please, dear listener, understand that. Uh, it's been a minute since either of us read these because we did intend to record uh, a long time ago. But um, like like uh, like Nick said, we ran into some issues, and one of those issues is yours truly now has to vamp because Nick just disappeared. I don't know where he went. So this is me vamping. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is X Men Red. Oh, thank God we're saved. Everybody, he's back. He's back. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm cool to keep all that in. So let's do that. Are you ready to start this fun show? Yeah, because you're the one starting with X Men. That's Red, like exactly what we already say. All right, so oh, also while we keep going, what's up? As I told you, what books we're covering? These are the main books we're covering. We're gonna find out real soon. If you didn't read every goddamn book, characters might be dying for no reason. Yeah, I recall. I recall there being <laughs> some like, oh fuck, I I gotta catch up on all these books. That ain't happening. I'm just That's going without. Happen. I'm just going without. So X-Men Red 6, again, remember, we're going broadly over this. This is an issue in which we continue to see the siege upon Araco, formerly known as Mars. And we see um, Thanos' grandfather, whose name I will never remember, um, Uranus? Yeah, about something like that. Something like that, I don't know. Um Anyway, his his little war machines are still striking down a bunch of uh, Iraqi people, and Storm and Iraqi. Sorry, that's how. But how else? How? Yeah, else? no, you're right. You are right. <laughs> I I try, I try to emphasize the A, the Iraqi. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, so what happens in this book is um, the night seats are formed. We have. Araco on the verge of falling. Uh, Magneto is holding him, quite literally holding himself together with the sheer undefined power of magnetism. (laughs) Definitely undefined. That's 100% correct. He is somehow managing to replicate a heart with his magnet powers. So totally casual. Cool, cool. He's doing it. He, um, He kills a big kaiju. And it's taken all he has to keep himself together when Roberto, the Fisher King, and some lady we or some person presenting as a lady um comes and says to us her name their name is Siza of the Smoke, I believe. And so these three make up the newly formed night seats of the Araco Council. From my recollection, that basically means they are quite literally a shadow government of Araco, and they are kind of pulling the strings of everything happening. Uh, Magneto is none too pleased at Roberto for um, doing this behind his back. He also feels a little bit betrayed by um, the Fisher King because he's like, my dear friend, I thought we I thought we had a connection. I thought our meeting was happenstance and we made this friendship. And the Fisher King was like, yeah, no. <laughs> excuse me no we we yeah I, I planned for us to meet and i played stupid but like i i do like you man like uh, what i said was true can we still be friends 
And Magneto's like, let's talk about it when um, this giant ape I just killed didn't just come back to life. And that's what happens. He comes back to life. And so Magneto and Storm then team up to make one sexy-ass mutant circuit in which, because of her electric, her ability to control electricity and his magnet power, they finish off the big kaiju once and for all and uh while barely holding himself together he says okay uh we gotta go finish this this battle against uh uranus uh and and destroy his army and that's how we are uh ended with x x-men red six i give it a solid three x's I give it two and a half X's. I remember this issue and issue five of Judgment Day, uh, listeners, we almost recorded an episode just about that and then maybe animated series X-Men. But we both had the same feeling of what the hell do we just read? It was jumping around so much and you felt like you missed something even though you just read the other parts. And that's going to be the same complaint when we get to Judgment Day 5, but it just felt disjointed. And then like... I'm still not personally sold on the idea of I have a magnet heart. Yeah, you know, I, I, you're right. My it's two X's. I went too high because I like at the end of it was like, yeah, I mean, Storm and Roberto were in it. Some cool stuff happened, and I was just remembering the highlights and not remembering the lowlights. And they, uh, they were many. So I give it two X's. I want <laughs> for anyone tracking our ratings, which I know you are. Please tell me you are. Um, please revise my last one. Thank you. Cool. I appreciate it. Um, so next up we have X-Men red number seven. Apparently Magneto's dying and he beat Uranus, Uranus. Um, okay. I guess I missed something. Not going to find out what, not even like a thing in the corner saying, if you want context, go to issue, whatever, whatever. That would have been nice too. I, I truly as as a reader of X-Men Red, I sure I picked up. I, I'm sure if this battle happened in one of these books, I'm sure I own it. I'm never going to read it, though. I'm putting this series behind us. Yes. Um, But given that they didn't tell me as an X-Men Red reader, I'm given to think that you just put this entire incredibly cool battle in another book or something. And then you're not telling me. So you just did it off page. You just did it off page bonkers because i'm bonkers reading the decision. main i'm reading the main book and it sure as fuck didn't happen in there no a lot of dumb shit happened in there but not that so now that he's dying i'm sorry i like the writer i like the artwork this death felt so over the fucking top and so dramatic for Jeez. a fight that i didn't see so you automatically don't earn the drama because i didn't even see this fight my man, when I tell you, I was like, we are laying it in so fucking thick that I'm like, this must be a joke. Yeah. Like, in a world where people are constantly coming back. This is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous conversation. This is one of the most insane. Th- I was like, am I like, do you think, what do you think just happened to earn this first? Like, you're right. They, I'm coming into this cold at this point. You want me to feel something. You start off with the death of our lead character. You give him this sanguine, over-the-top fucking bullshit monologue. You have to take care of Charles. He's a good man. He just needs help. He can make mistakes. 
promise me you'll watch Charles. And um, then just the fucking the fucking cherry on top of or dramatic. Do I, you see her? See her smiling? Anna or whatever. Anya. Anya? Oh. She's proud of me. I'll be right there, Dove. I'll and then that's it. Scene. I mean, good fucking God. Is this some gauche motherfucking shit? <laughs> I was I was like, this has to be a joke. This has to be a joke. This has to be a ploy. If 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 this doesn't turn out to be some some bullshit like Magneto just needed everyone to see him die dramatically. So they'd be like, oh, he has to be dead. I mean, that was pretty fucking dramatic. That right? would be great. Yeah, that would be great if it's a, a whole so twist like, that he's faking his death on purpose. So into, if we get that, I, I go back on everything I'm saying and I will be like, cool, well, well earned, I guess. But as of right now, holy fucking shit, this was stupid. It's it's awful. And like I said, they didn't earn this moment, so I don't feel anything. But the saddest part is these two pages of him dying could be absolutely beautiful in a different book. In a different book and, and way less on the nose nonsense, but yes. No, I think you can have this exactly frame for frame work in a story that takes place in a world that isn't this story and takes place in a world where mutants aren't consistently coming back. Like, imagine this page in Claremont fashion in the fucking 80s. Oh, God. If this were Claremont, this would have been the entire book. And his god, <laughs> his goddamn monologue would have been it. Like, we should be thanking Al Ewing for making it so short. Because if, if this were Claremont, we would have, like, part one of Magneto's soliloquy. So then we get to some more stuff I honestly just don't care for in this story. Everyone's getting together to see what's left of all these councils. They tell them that Magneto's dead. A lot of debate on who's on what seat. Oh, Storm's going to leave that seat, but then go to a different seat. Sure, whatever. But the most important thing is Iska says, I should be in charge. And they're like, fuck you. You shouldn't be in charge. You, uh, She wants to sit on the seat of loss, right? Um, And they're telling her, no, you're not perfect. Why? I can't be beaten. If I'm in charge, we're we're better off for it. And they said, you don't know what loss is because you can't be beaten. Now, I'm going to tell you something. My girlfriend, who's a you know casual reader of X-Men, she's been reading this whole event. The first thing she said was, this is fucking stupid. Because from what we've seen of her ability of always being on the right side, she just betrays people left and right. Like, it doesn't feel like a trait she's not impossible it's not impossible for her to experience loss she chooses not to mm -hmm. and then on top of that we saw her lose a few issues ago she was beaten by roberto why i say it like that anyway um I think it's debatable whether she was beaten by Roberto. I think by the nature of her power, she wasn't, but she was mad at Roberto for fucking like, as she views it, basically finding a loophole to get what he wants out of her powers. But yeah, but in a form she lost in a form. Yeah. I'm, I'm with, I, I, I'm with you on all of it. I, I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think so this is silly. This whole debate about she can't experience loss and then she realizes she's unfit to be part of everything and she's all angry about him, blah, blah, blah. And like I just 
it was another act of this story that gave me no feelings when it's supposed to and trying so hard to make me feel something. So then she's judged, which for some reason the one judging her looks like um um what's his name again? Zorn? Tarn. That's not Zorn. Tarn. Tarn. Um because he was I think he's he was like the leader of the army that she was basically on and like had a lot to do with mm. who she like she broke away from him when he fell from power, but oh, okay. Um and she's judged positively because of course it's her power but there's so many instances in the story where she makes a choice to go on a different side because they're gonna win that's not fucking power anyone does that like this is a bad person who betrays people i hear you i i hear where you're coming from but i think they're they're playing it more as though it's it's a it's a choice in so much as like it's just what she had it's just what her body does you know what i mean like her her power is that like regardless of what she actually wants that's what she has to do but i yes. think it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way where she just does it you know what i mean like i think it's i think there's a lot more psychologically going on there than just her being a betrayer yes but it also still feels silly i don't know i'm 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 but all that said i'm not I'm with you though. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it is none of this feels earned. Because especially because since uh, Storm is like, I'm leaving this seat to go to that seat. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Like, whoop de doo. So then we get to honestly the only part I actually like of this book. It's Wizkid and Cable in space trying to find out information about what Abigail's been hiding. And I'm like, all right, here's something I care about. Here's a story you've been building. Let's see this stuff. And we don't find out exactly what she's been doing, but Cable is immediately pissed. Yeah, Cable's pissed, but it's, it's again, much like a lot of... So much of this book just feels over the top in a way that, like, I understand it's, ex, it's mutants in space and silliness already, but it feels a little extra, like... Like... But at least so, Cable acts over the top sometimes. I know, but like his kachink and him saying, oh, so that's a yes. Like, I don't know. It just feels a little like Josh Whedon. Maybe like it just feels like ham hammy in a way that like this book hasn't felt so far. I don't know. I, I give this one two X's as well. Yeah, two X's. Um, It was actually this reminds me of a little quick side tangent over the weekend i'm hanging with a few friends and they're comic book nerds and one of them asked me hey is young cable still around and i had to sit there and explain to him what happened <laughs> in the two cable stories so that was interesting congratulations and, on being able to do it i don't know if i could even do it right this second it was very bare bones because that was like oh yeah strife was involved oh okay so he took the place of his former self so that can complete the circle i guess Oh, and his girlfriend's one of the hive mind. It's fine. And then I also explained to him, he asked me, I stopped reading right before Inferno. Whatever happened with Madeline Pryor? I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. She's an Wait. evil robot now. Okay. Like the most recent Inferno? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do, so do you mean, so you mean Moira? Moira. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Moira. Okay. okay. Uh, he asked me about that. I was like, yeah, Moira's an evil cyborg now. <laughs> like, he's like, Wait a minute. What? I'm like, 
She was pissed because they didn't protect her well enough, I guess. It's not That's good. Very, that's very funny. All right. So next up, we have Judgment Day number five. Judgment Day number five. Okay. So uh, the progenitor, uh, he's he's giving thumbs down to everybody. He's like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just say that's a that's a no for me, guys. I'm ending it all. So the world is ending. He's at he's literally causing the world. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's causing the machine that is the earth to um to self-destruct. Um that fucking phrase, the machine that is the earth. That's like, oh, fuck, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it it just it it reads to me like some bullshit like Elon Musk would say. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 a type like that you know what i mean so anyway we oh we our book opens with captain america and and one of the humans whose name escapes me right now the one who lost her daughter um they're having a moment of like her being like yeah i told you we all suck <laughs> she's like remember i lost my daughter so i lost a lot of faith in humanity and i told you this would happen <laughs> and uh and steve he's like I had to hope. She's like, no, I get it. I get it. And so then Kurt fucking our, our boy Nightcrawler comes bamfing in and like, hey, my man, you want to be a cool superhero with me? I got a plan. And so he bamps him across the fucking planet, like through Mars, it looks like. So as to get the drop on uh, the progenitor and um. Captain America's like, hey, motherfucker, I got words for you. We're uh, we're all Avengers now. So Avengers assemble and uh, the big monster in the sky says, oh, yeah, you fail. And then he he kills uh, Nightcrawler and uh, Captain America. But fear not, one of those two can come back. And that's Kurt, because Kurt, as we're going to find out over the in, in the next book, yeah. Kurt is the true fucking hero of this goddamn series. And for all of my faults of this story, I want to go ahead and get on record now in case I forget to say it in a second. What this story has given Kurt to do and the the interest it's given me in his newfound way of thinking and making me reconsider going back and visiting Legion of X um, is because of this book. So anyway, Kurt comes back. He's like, all right, now we got to move on to the next part of our plan, which is um, like uh, like Destiny says, we got to we got to do this thing. We don't know exactly what Destiny says yet, but um, they got to attack the monster in this certain way. Um, as you might imagine, it doesn't go well. And they uh, a lot of them get their asses handed to them, including Thor, who is made unworthy and he dies. Um and a bun and the Scarlet Witch, maybe that or Jean Grey herself. I don't remember. It says Jean Grey's dead, but oh yeah, she can go back because she's a. So like he he kills a lot of them, but unbeknownst to the god, um, a good chunk of them were hiding somewhere else, so that he thought he killed more than he actually did because you know he's an omnipotent god, so he wouldn't notice things like this, um, <laughs> and so. Yeah, our heroes reconvene. They, the ones who can be resurrected, get resurrected. The ones who can't, 
you know, they're dead now. Um, they say, all right, we got one more, one more trick up our sleeve. We're going to, we're going to sneak in there to distract him. And while he's distracted, we're going to use this egg to bring back the one person we need to turn the tide. And so Wolverine and Jack of Knives or whatever the fuck his name is and a few others try to sneak inside the Celestial. Uh, he spots them immediately and uh, kills them all. And while that's happening, Kurt says, no, Exodus, no, we're not bringing by Cyclops. You need to stop bugging me about Cyclops. I know you love him, but we're not bringing him back. Who we're bringing back is Captain America, not a mutant. What? what? And that's how the story ends with Captain America's shield bursting through an egg. Because um, they, they always add a weapon with it. <laughs> because, yeah, because he, they they regrew the, the shield too. Um, I guess like two and a half X's. Maybe three, because yeah. like there was some coolness to it, but like it was scattered. That's the thing. Two and a half again for the same reason. I felt so scattered. And I again, I felt like I missed an issue when I didn't. Like between issue four, if you're just purely a casual reader, just reading Judgment Day, if you go from four to five, it makes no fucking sense. I really know. <laughs> and I wish there was more because we're going to get more of this in the next book in um, Immortal. But, like, there was no debate about, like, hey, here's how it's going to work to bring back humans. We can change this and this and that. Yeah, so like, what? Here's why we haven't been doing this for humans. Like, I'm, I'm going to mention more about this at the very last issue, but I just feel like there should have been some kind of discussion. There about is one more book that came out called Omega. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care. I it's it's in my pool list. I'll probably I'll probably get it just to get it. I will read it, and if we're wrong and something in there explains anything that we're bitching about, we will address it on air. I've stopped getting the Alpha or Omega books of uh, a lot of these events because they, they are sometimes used just to fill in plot holes or things like the writer forgot to mention in the main event, but it's never a lot. It's just yeah. little things. So anyway, but yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll try to check it out. So, yeah, I don't, it's it's a weird thing, but I think we're going to get to the best issue of this batch, I'd say. Yeah, I'm with um, you on that. You might have to help me with it because some of my memory is a little spotty on it. Hence, <laughs> so I was looking down at it the whole time in your last review. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll do my, I'll do my best good, sir. All right. So basically our boy Nightcrawler's like, we need to handle this shit. We need to do something about this. And I think Destiny knows what's the best path. And she's like, not talking about it. And he's like, I'm going to bamf you in the sky, stepmom. And I'm going to try and act like I'm going to kill you from there to make you feel something again. So you know what? You got to tell me what's the best path. And she's like, ah, Captain America, he's he can handle it. So basically, we get a whole layout of this plan of how they're going to use Captain America's blood by and like the little things Kurt's doing in between each BAMF, which is pretty cool. Like visually, it was pretty cool to see how he's planning everything through BAMFs and it shows when he BAMFs Captain America to the uh, Celestial. He also gave a little bit of his blood to um, Ileana while she was using her portal. 
the moment he dies, he's brought back and the plan continues. And basically it's like he's being backed up in real time. Yes. Oh no, no, I was gonna get to that in the okay, last okay, part. Okay, yeah. okay. So then Kurt basically says, Here's the plan. We have to convince this thing that he beat us, that he won. And Gene psychically is like, Hey, a bunch of you have to stay here and sacrifice your lives, and we promise we'll bring you back. And also a member of the five has to do it too, which happened to be gold balls. And a ton of people raised their hand. These people were willing to sacrifice because they had faith in the main X-Men to bring them back, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I thought it's almost intentionally showing the difference between how humans are acting right now, rioting and going crazy, compared to mutants kind of calmly being like, we're here. We're going to make it, kind of. So I like that. Um, So after they all say we're going to sacrifice ourselves, also Destiny and Mystique stay, and you watch them burn dramatically. Yes. And now Krakoa's gone and all everything's shit. And we, the most interesting part of this issue, I think, we have Mr. Sinister himself being like, all right, screw this. It's over. Reboot. Literally. Gonna blow up a Moira and re- start over this time. And he can't for some reason. And somebody, I think, is... I, I, I can't tell if if some if somebody is in the lab with him when he says really at the end of that scene, like I think it's a Moira waking up. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. So that's so, clearly setting up what is it, Sins of Sinister or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I hope that event's good. Jesus. Anyway. Um don't fuck up Sinister for us. You know we love Sinister here. So we see Captain America coming back, like we saw in the end of the last book. And then we get the rest of the plan. And again, I thought this was actually really creative. Basically, Kurt has been bamfing to Orcus's base to get Moira. And because of that, to know exactly what killed him last time and what the best way to start is, he had to be uploaded in real time, remembering how he died, remembering how it felt, feeling himself get burned alive every single time, just so he can get a little bit closer every time to moira it's pretty fucked it was fucking insane when i read that i was like god kurt is truly the most noble of all the heroes like he sacrificed himself it says in here how many times he did it, but i forget now but like hundreds upon hundreds of time just just for like the probability a chance not even a full like we he doesn't know that the plan will necessarily work he just knows it's the only plan that that could work and he does this over and over and over again for quite literally as they say a world that hates and fears him yeah and basically tells moira hey here's what's happening here's why we need you you come with us. We got to work together to beat this thing. So let's imagine go. what that has to do. Like, again, I'm not reading Legion of X. so I don't know where his faith is right now, but imagine like we already saw what the concept of resurrection did to shake his faith. Now he's literally sacrificed. Like it says in here, like a martyr is somebody who doesn't want like, what are you now, Kurt? And he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> like, yeah. But I do have one little consistency issue. Wasn't the whole point of when they let Krakoa burn, they only had a limited amount of eggs left? Yeah, and I think part of it was they knew they needed to keep 
doing this for him. Like, oh, okay. I it it felt was... like, hey, we have like 10 left. So when the credits, like, oh, I think that's what they got down to, though, between his. I think that's what, because again, this is before that, that, you know what I mean? So I think that's what they're oh, down to. Right. Yeah. yeah. After all his bamfing. All right. So I give that one three X's. I give it, I give it a three and a half. I don't, no, I give it a three because I don't like, again, it feels really shoehorned in that, like, oh, we need Orcus's help. And so we're going to do this thing. Like, you could have done this the whole time and then just beaten them before there was a, a, a monster bearing down on everybody. Like, yes, that, that doesn't make you feel like, how come we didn't do this before? <laughs> like, if you just told, like, clearly, if you were honest with everybody about, like, listen, if they win, that's the end of us. Like, Kurt would have done it. Like, obviously, yeah. Kurt would have done it. Anyway, um, so with all that in mind, I'm going to give it a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, before we get to this last issue, I do feel like this event, like, almost exposes the flaws in the current X-Men status instead of enhancing yeah, very much so. So we'll get to that more like I guess our final judgment our judgment of this event. We'll get yeah. to that. So let's cover Judgment Day number six, the finale. Take it away, Josh. Okay, so um and please help me where I I might forget some of the details. So we're we're learning more about the plan to beat the the god. And so Captain America is back. Um they use somebody, oh, they use a they somehow, I think, with the help of the Eternals, are able to move a bunch of humanity, if not most of humanity, to a bunch of Eternal cities. So that... Well, the... definitely not most of humanity, because, and this is very important for later, this whole world is fucked. It's right? mainly destroyed. Okay. Yeah. Humanity's mainly dead. Because, like... That's what I thought, but then it kept make then it kept seeming like, oh, were they somehow just like pretending? <laughs> like anyway, so they shield a bunch of humanity in eternal cities. Um they, you know, continue to try to fight the 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 god himself is fighting the machine that is Earth to try to get it to over override. And so it's distracted amongst like doing that the eternals are they take their somehow they get their firewall down i think uh star fox helps basically gene gray and all the mutants infiltrate the hive mind and they find um the celestial and gene's about to like psylocke telekinetic knife it to death or i'm sorry betsy telekinetic knife it to death when um Ajax stops her and she's like, no, that's a, that's like a God. I, there's gotta, if you do that, you know, like everybody dies except for you guys. It's like one of those things where it's like everyone, like you guys can come back, but everybody else dies. Like, yeah. But also it's like, yo, what'd you think we were going to do when we got here? Like it, it definitely was like a, I'm sorry. You're just now having that thought now. Yeah. Well, in, in fairness, Ajax is the most religious. religious yeah. But still. So um, they start squabbling amongst themselves and Tony's like, no, 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 you're right. There's got to be a better option. We can't do it this way. And that's when um, 
they bring in the cavalry of Nimrod and Moira to start attacking or to start amplifying the AI, I think, of of the earth the the machine that is Earth. Um well yeah, they start squabbling, but then we get to this whole bit where now that center the center of this celestial is aware of what's happening around him and he's like judging ajax now being like see even this they can't break their nature that's a failure you know this is what basically this is why you all suck okay that yeah, was stupid yeah that's right yeah yeah and now she's like oh no i'm not worthy either blah blah, blah. but then cersei's like you know what here's proof that we can change and she broadcasts to the whole world telling them the truth that Eternals, when they die, they come back, but they have to kill one human. And it's like, now you all know, do with that information what you will. And I don't remember why he kills her. Do you remember why the Celestial no, he killed just, her? No, he just kills her. Just kills her for talking back, I guess. He says something like, yeah, that's not proof of anything. Fuck off. And just blows her up. And basically, Ajax is like, and this is where I really don't, this is where I really end up hating the event. Like, this, from here on out, is pure shit to me. Basically, Ajax is like, you're not a good god. And he's like, oh my god, I'm not a good god? And guys, guys, for real, am I the bad guy? Am I the one who's been wrong this whole time? Just a complete 180 shift. Like, you know, maybe I am the wrong who's wrong here. Maybe just like it felt so undeserved and random. And then he's like, hey, guys, 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 I know you think I'm being a dick. I get it. I get it. What if I just fix everything? What if I just fix it? What if I just put everything back exactly the way it was? So everything I did for the last six issues has no real weight or meaning anymore. What if I just did that? And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we forgive you if you do that. And then as his body's like dissolving, he looks at Ajax and is like, did I do good? Like, how do you judge me? And she's like, no, thumbs down. And he's like, oh, shit. All right. How about I combine with you to make a new god for our people? That happened. Like, I know I'm, I'm exaggerating. I'm saying it like a jerk, but like, that's basically what happened. That's fucking oh, stupid. You're right. That's in that's insanity. That felt like the most I don't know how to end this after I destroyed the planet. Nothing in an event infuriates me more than erasing the entire event. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's what happens at the end of this, right? Like just yeah. none of this has any consequences, right? Oh, basically. So after that, uh, Ajax revealed himself as this new god, essentially. And you Except go back to the lives of members. Everyone's yeah, alive, but they remember. Yeah. Um, you know, no trauma there. Um, then we cut back to looking at the lives of the people that we randomly talked to throughout the story for some reason to make it feel artsy. Um, we find out that Druig's punishment is being forced to be the prison bitch of Eurosis. Um, we see the UN trying to work with people. Uh, but the, like the there UN is still a time. lot of destruction though so he didn't just undo it like why is there still all the destruction i don't know joshua i do not know <laughs> so we also find out that the x-men are making a new deal where i think they said five percent 
of their resources for resurrection will go towards humans and will be part for mainly for children and the sick and not the rich. I think they made a point of saying that. Yeah. And people are really mad now at Eternals because they realize they've been getting killed randomly for their survival, which, yeah, that's that's pretty fair. And it ends with, oh, no, sorry. A part of it is Captain America and the woman from before drinking together and being happy. And it's like, oh, yeah, because right, there's still destruction, but he still fixed everything. I don't know. And the book ends with this Ajax god hybrid and basically saying every day we're judged, act accordingly. And that's how the book ends. Hot garbage. Yeah. It's time for a Nick rant. Hold on a second. Everyone just hold on. Buckle in, buttercup. This happened one time in my recent memory with an event that I actually cared about. For anyone who read uh, Green Lantern during the Vedetti era, which is right after Jeff Johns, there was an event. It was New Gods versus the Green Lantern Corps, and the, the New Gods are trying to destroy everything. If you don't know what New Gods are, they're basically the Eternals or the Asgardians, but in DC. They're attacking. They're, they're killing different Lanterns. They don't think people should use it because it's stealing energy from the source of life, the source wall, whatever, whatever. Now, the new gods are being led by High Father, and he's doing all these terrible things, killing Lantern and starting a war. All these bad things happen. And at the end of the entire event, the big culmination happens. And Kyle Rayner, as the White Lantern, looks High Father in the eye and says, essentially, you're being a dick right now. And he's like, oh, shit, you're right. And the next page, he apologizes to the lanterns and they work together to make sure energy is not being taken from the source wall anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just read? What was the point of any of that? Yeah. And that's how I felt just now. There are big repercussions to a degree. But like you also destroyed the earth and just said, well, whoopsie. So here's the thing. Um, um, so I get so people can't. Okay, so he undid it all except for the damage done by Uranus's army um the eternal war like what the celestials did like but all the so basically anything the god itself did anything the progenitor did so all the destruction that he caused and all the death that he caused yeah is undone but the stuff that other stuff that was done is not undone but that didn't happen to any humans so it doesn't affect them exactly so the humans are fine but the humans are back and um the world is just damaged now so but like partially (laughs) because to make it even more of a status quo nothing changes version the fucking tower the the avengers mansion has been a celestial's body it just goes back to being a body that they live in yeah and they're like we shouldn't do this anymore it's in poor taste and they're like no that's fine yeah (laughs) That's literally that's that's pretty much the argument. It was just like, no, nah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, that was it. Holy crap! I'm oh man. So 
this is ridiculous to me that this event has so many great ideas, a lot of great de- ideas. But the moment world destruction started happening, I, I started feeling a little scared because they don't want to stick to that. And having an event where basically the biggest outcome is one that humans know about Eternals resurrection, which as a reader previously of Eternals and as a reader of Marvel in general, no one was asking. It was a problem that was made up in the recent book. Yeah. So that's a thing. And now the world knows about resurrection and that is so dangerous because no matter what book you're reading in Marvel, the writer can hand wave it now with they snuck them in on the mutant protocol. Yep. Every sacrifice that happens, if I read, like for me personally, I read Daredevil, Spider-Man, and all the Captain America books right now in, uh, in Thor. Now I have to be suspicious of any hero sacrifice in the book because they can be like, oh, we called in a favor with the X-Men and they're back. Yep. So I really, really don't like that. Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of that either. So, but- yeah. Whatevs. Oh, all in all, it felt it felt cheap, and it yes. felt um, two X's on this one. Two, two X's is is about what it deserves. Yeah. And as an event as a whole, even in a nutshell, uh, two and a half. Yeah, as a full event, yeah, two. I think a solid two for the whole event because I think i think i had a lot of hope for it when it seemed like it would only be a few books and then it was like now all the books and now only these but like it was all it felt like it it felt like the plan was to have it be really contained and then it became uncontained yeah and and it seemed like other books because like we're not reading in order we're reading for the podcast so like during the event i got new issues of x-men that were not in this event so part of me is like, well, I guess the people on this cover are fine. Yeah, then there was that too. So yeah, oh, um, it was a it was a letdown overall. It really was. And I really hope they're being a little more careful with whatever the next plans are. I, like, since the sinister. The, here's the thing. I have no idea how this um how this was received by the internet. Like, do we know how like other fans feel about this book? I haven't really been on uh x-men twitter a whole lot to be honest because we've been so behind i've been avoiding x-men twitter yeah so i i mean modern internet they hate everything anyway but like in general sense i haven't heard anyone really talk about this book yeah rather like which might be worse like if people passionately hate it that usually means people passionately love it on the opposite end when no one's talking about it that's worse yeah yeah i wonder how other people feel about it if yeah. uh if somebody wants to tell you how they feel about it, are you anywhere where people can talk to you still or no? Uh, I, I still have a Twitter. Um, you can find me at Madman three thousand five. Apparently, people are starting to sign up for something called Hive. I've been seeing that a lot. I've seen the name. Um, I'm old. I don't know what that is, and I haven't looked it up yet. So, uh, I keep going like, hey, maybe I should look into that uh, later. I have enough apps on my phone. I'm I'm at the point where I'm having the conversation with myself. It's like, well, if Twitter truly is gone now and it and it certainly feels that way like am i just kind of done with social media like pretty much the only other one i use is instagram and i and i don't do a whole lot of posting to it yeah we're at that age we'll find out eventually i guess Um, because i don't i i want to go back to facebook (laughs) like i think i technically have an account but i never use it i use it 
to be on action figure forum groups and get information. That's yeah. the most thing I use it for. Yeah, I have. Zero you guys didn't idea. think I was a nerd before. No, people people had their doubts. Well, on top of that, I do want to announce what we're going to be doing next. I think it'd be really great if we have, since we're so behind on so many issues of it, a New Mutants Spectacular. Just burning through everything where New Mutants is right now, because I I have uh, more than six issues, at least. Yeah, I I definitely think I do as well, so... Gonna be a new mutant special. We're gonna do audio commentary over the new mutants movie, and then we're going to do all the. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, uh, it, it, this is note note to self. Put a put break screeching here. Um, what now? Um, I feel like as a torture device, someone has to make you watch New Mutants again. Again? No, I watched it once, and they butchered my babies. I don't want to see. Oh it yeah. You didn't like racist Ileana? No. Yeah, you didn't and like I her sometimes the, accent? Like all of their sometimes. Like two <laughs> like I couldn't be good actors with, that couldn't keep an accent. I know. Like I couldn't have been happier with the casting of two of my favorite new mutants in Ileana and fucking Rain. Like I thought those were great castings. And they somehow like they weren't like I still have faith that if you if if you given a better script and a better director like those two would have been okay at least <laughs> like they would that's have been review. able to figure it out but that's our review so anyway guys thank you so much for listening i hope we can get back on a consistent path without worrying about gas leaks um and our family's health or hurricanes natural disasters um have a fantastic thanksgiving have a great time being frustrated with your loved ones remember it's gonna be frustrating but you got this shit you got it all right so until then guys Gobble, gobble. We'll see you (laughs) next time.